what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. U.S. health advisors want you to know your health coverage does not have to be complicated. If you aren't happy with your insurance plan, there are unlimited and comprehensive medical plan options available to you right now. U.S. health advisors offer solutions which can't be found anywhere else. They can even offer you the ability to purchase more coverage if and when you need it. U.S. Health Advisors offers fair rates and no surprises. Sounds nice, doesn't it? If you'd like to know more, contact U.S. Health Advisors at 828-554-3032 or by email at daniel.bryant at ushadvisors.com. I'm with the band. Music and interviews you're going to like. Welcome back to I'm With The Band here on the Mesh Podcast Network. Uh, I'd like to thank all of our listeners for tuning in today. I'm With The Band. If this is your first time listening to this podcast, we invite musicians of all types to discuss their current projects, touring life, and their lives as musicians. Uh, We're excited to be back today with the great local Justin Clyde Williams here in studio today. Welcome, brother. I appreciate you coming. The crowd goes mild. <laughs> Very mild, man. Nobody's clapping me. How you doing, Moose? Oh, man, man? Good doing, to see you. I'm doing good, man. Was, I'm so glad to have you here, man. I'm we, glad to be on, dude. I'm glad we could work this out. For, no doubt, man. No, no doubt. Um, you know, we met a couple months ago. I've known about you for a while because I, I, I know, I, I know yeah, you're likewise. better, much better half. Emily, I've known her for a long time. And you and I, I mean, not to even get somber, but you and I met at a funeral. We couldn't have met at a, at a worse kind of uh, situation, man. I'm glad. I was going to say. I'm glad we're on some uh, better ground. Yeah, here I'm, today, I'm, I'm glad we're, we're, we're real happy. We were uh, <laughs> Justin and I both were uh, invited to play at our friend's uh, Randall's funeral, and uh, yeah, that was that was a crazy experience. I've never had had a chance to to sing at a funeral. I know you said you've played it a bunch, and that's a just, bunch of them, man. And it, it's it's, it's it, part it's of something. the trade with it, and yeah. it's. Uh, it's hard to say no to, especially your friends. You oh, know? for sure. And I I don't like a funeral. Like I don't like. Uh, the environment of it, like the whole just R of, and I don't know the word I'm looking yeah, for, but like it's, your it's vibe, wild. I guess, yeah, but, like the whole vibe. You, I just feel weird, man. Yeah, I stick up. Randall so hard, bless his heart. I, I I love that man to death. He was a music music head from the from the jump, and he he would he would have absolutely loved it. He, oh he, yeah, he, he, it, it was great for him. But um, we're gonna we're gonna move on from that. But the. Um, you know, I, I invited you on because, you know, I, I I got to put my ears on preamble. I appreciate that, and, man. Thank yeah, you so I'm much. I'm giving you all them penny, uh, penny download <laughs> streams on the iTunes. All, that Do eight, it, man. That I need it. Came it came from me, That's man. it, man. I appreciate I haven't seen one yet, but we'll, we'll wait for it to come oh, around. Don't spend it all in one place. Now, I'm not man. going to, man. I have a I have a big league two addiction. Uh, so. <laughs> that's right. You can buy <laughs> half a pack of that. But, you know, they're really great, thoughtful, insightful songs, man. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. That's a lot of my earlier work. I've, I've, I've wrote so much more since then, and I'm just rushing, chomping at the bent to get all this stuff out of here. But I'm glad I'm sitting down to have a chance to really talk about preamble, man. I've usually, even myself, people are like, man, it's so great. And I'm like, yeah, well, what about this one? Let's go on. But... I want to try to pull the rain back and talk about this one, man. I'm, I'm glad you put your ears on it. That's awesome. Yeah, you know that that's that, that's the that's the you know the forward thinking musicianship, man. You're like <laughs> you know putting out something like that, and then you're automatically always thinking like, what's the next one? Exactly. What's the next, what's the next one? one? Because you know it gets we get tired of playing them out. 
You know, oh, get, of course. Yeah. And, 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 and it's one of those things where, you know, as much as they're, they're appreciated by the people that, you know, that you're putting it out to, you're still always like, man, what's next? Let's do this thing. Let's, right. let's put something else in. Man, I, I did a, a good, I guess it's a double edged sword, depending on where you look at it. But, uh, I recorded preamble with a good friend of mine, Ben Rao, uh, outside of Atlanta in his home studio. And, uh, I played everything on there except for fiddle and, uh, we had a drummer. We tra- uh, contracted out drummings to uh, a friend of Ben's. And uh, so I listened to these songs more than I would if I was just singing them or just playing guitar on them. Like, I played bass on these things. And he, like, added instrumentation into it. And we did everything in single cuts. Like, I did my acoustic and my vocal at the same time. And then I came in and added anything else. And I'm not a bass player, and I'm not the best lead guitar player. So we're going back and forth over these songs. And I did everything in one take. I didn't want to punch anything in. I wanted it all to be as organic and live sounding as possible, which is hard to do when you don't have a band. Right. But, uh, that, that's about probably one I of was, the hardest. I was I burned mean, out on these yeah. songs, but by the time we released them, and sure. I was playing all this other new stuff, but uh, it's been popping up like on Spotify and stuff, man. Like in, in my daily mix with stuff, other stuff that I listen to, and it's it's really cool. Looking back on it now and then realizing, like, no, no matter what you release, man, you should be proud of it, you know, regardless. That's, oh, for that, sure. that's your work, man. For sure. You know, I was going to, you know, you brought up the players on that, that album, too. And, yeah. And I was, I was super impressed yeah. about, about the musicianship that was on that thing. Man. And we it did was... no uh, click tracks, no anything. And I never met Ken. Ken did the drums. To no click track, he just listened to it and kind of jumped in wherever it went to. And uh, right. I've known Matt for a couple of years now. He plays fiddle for the Piedmont Boys. Uh-huh. I told him, I said, man, what would it take to get you to come out to Atlanta with me for a day? And he'd never heard these songs, like, to listen to, to practice. Like, he'd heard me play them at shows. He had no idea what songs we were recording, none of that. And it's on me. I don't know how the studio stuff works. I was like, he's a really good fiddle player, yeah. so he don't need to practice. We'll just do it like That's we right. do live. Why but not? He came in and knocked it out of the park, man. Matt is, is such a talent. But yeah, yeah, you, uh, you and I have a lot of similarities in that regard, man. I, you know, every every show I do, it seems like I've got a different cast of characters, and the same thing's going to be coming <laughs> for you know whatever I put out. It's like, hey, let's do this one. Hey, you never heard this one before? Cool, let's play this out in front of a bunch. Exactly. Of people. Yeah, know? man. That's it. Yeah, that's but that's that's what keeps it fun. That's what keeps it going too you know uh so you know with with preamble if if you guys go and, and i hope you do go go buy it and uh and all that good stuff you know it, it's not a long one. It, it, there's five there's five songs on that four EP. songs four man. songs in, a, four in that song cover EP, right? yeah. so a, d- so three songs in a cover excuse right. me yes so, four total right right four total yeah. so is there a reason because of just people's short attention span you think that was one of the reasons you did that or is it just me and ben sat down and we discussed it very hard because we live in an age of music now where it's it's all about singles most everybody you see that's working you know at my level and your level and maybe the next level above us it's it's not financially responsible to put out an album when you don't have anything behind it like, yeah. you know, just just say on average like i've talked to some guys and they're charging you know around a grand eight hundred dollars a song now do the math on that for a 10 or 11 song album is a guy that works at starbucks and plays guitar wednesday right. through saturday yeah, no doubt. luckily for me you know I've, I've quit all my day work and just play music full time but it was more financially and time responsible just to do four songs and i needed something out in the world that that was my brand with my name on it because everybody that knows me knows me for a a vast 
cover knowledge just playing in bars and learning anything that people want i'll try anything sure but i I needed something like i'm I'm trying to push my focus away from just being that bar quote-unquote entertainer you know i'm 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 my own artist man i'm writing my own music and it's i've been enjoying it i've enjoyed enjoying the world out of it so we did these four songs and as much as i wanted to do 20 songs or 15 songs or even just a standard length album uh, we kind of talked out of that one for the sake of attention spans. Two, uh, I just needed something out in the world so I could start working it and build a following, and right. then go out and do you know maybe a bigger project. But, but it scares me to death just being somebody that's releasing singles because you have you have a you have so much to live up to when you're doing a single. Yeah, you don't have any time away from it. If you're trying to release something every two months. You got that weight on your shoulders all the time. For sure. But if you're just living your life and writing what you feel and going back, I mean, it's hard taking back and just taking time for this stuff. Like for, you said, you want to go to the next thing yeah. always. But You know, it, it's one of those things where, <clears throat> you know, just being able – just be, being somebody who's, who, who plays music out for a living, Yeah, people are expecting you – to play cover songs. I mean, that, that's just the way it is. And the venues that we I play, you, win them over, man. It, it, you, you, you have to, yeah. you absolutely have to. And is, and you, you almost have to trick them. Yep. You know, you, you, you play <laughs> two or three or four covers, you throw two or three originals in there and like, Hey, what was that? You know, like, oh, what was that? That? oh yeah, like, I wrote that one. Yeah. That's mine. Yeah. That's mine. Eat that. You know, take I'm, that. I've, I've started, I've really started looking at it differently now, but, uh, I used to get so pissed, man. Whenever like, I'd be at a show and then playing like original music, and you got some drunk dude spilling a beer on you, like, "Hey man, you know when he's skinnered? Yeah. And you're in the middle of one of your songs, and it's like, "Buddy, like, you, you really, we're, uh, man." I, I talked to Chris Day, and it was, he said something. It was very insightful. I put it in my phone, but I he love said, that "Man, he's a great dude." He said, "Musicians are emotionally entitled, and we are. <laughs> God Almighty, we are like guilty story. Hell brother. yeah! Like we, we set up. We you might set up for a full blown show, pyrotechnics, lights, and everything at the damn Denny's. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> you expect everybody in there eating with their family or meeting with their friends, whatever you're doing, to be paying attention to you. But right. nine times out of ten, the people that are coming to these bar shows, they don't know who you are. No, they you are. no, they don't. And Even if they see you every week, like yeah. there's people that live in Hickory, man, that like come and see me. All the time, know me, know I play music. Like, oh, man, you put an album out, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. six months ago. <laughs> <laughs> like, where are you at? Welcome to my world. <laughs> and you know, it's that thing. And with the age of streaming and the age of all and the digital downloads and this, that, and the other thing, there's still something to be said for having something tangible to sell your yes, shows for exactly. people to hold on to, even if they don't even crack the seal on that son of a gun. They've got it, and then they're going maybe they probably won't stream it. You know, exactly. But yeah. it's just, you know, having that artwork and having, you know, something just to hold on to, you know, is just, you know, people want that. People still want that. My tattoo guy did um, Phil Franklin, Hellbilly Phil out of Dragon's Den there in Granite. He designed all my artwork for the for the, for the CD itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, we even did artwork on the CD itself. I had Phil draw this skull logo, and I put it on shirts, and people ate those up, and they still want me to get more of them. But Phil's designed all but one of my T-shirt designs, everything art-wise. He's just been like a wealth of knowledge. But it's it's even cool being at this level, like having people that back you whenever you want to do something like this. And it's just uh, even even finding you, man, and building a friendship has been awesome. I mean, we live in the same town and had no idea about I each know. other. It's, it's one and, of those things. The it, internet, what this big rambling thing <laughs> I was getting to is this whole streaming thing has made it possible for anybody to put out music. You don't have to have a record label or anything to 
you don't have to have any kind of backing to put music out there in the world. You can do it all yourself, man. Right. As long as you got a microphone, you don't even need that. You record it on your phone and put it out there if you wanted to. But yeah. It's completely changed the game, but I'm definitely more of a a physical guy. I wanted to make uh, like vinyl LPs of this yeah. thing, and just because it was like my first release, and just to be like my. Just do a few of them for people for sure. that really wanted it. And it's not too late, man. You can always get back. I can that. still go back yeah. and do that. And uh, where I distributed through, I can still get vinyl through them. I don't even have to go through anybody else. Right. So it's just, uh, I guess, just a time thing. I don't know. Maybe uh, put out a few more albums and then ten years bring it back on vinyl for the go. real hardcore cats that are. Still buying into my bullcrap. <laughs> there it is. Well, speaking, well, speaking of, we're going to listen to one right now off your album. And, awesome, uh, man. And, and we uh, hope all of our listeners enjoy this one.
right, that was the song off uh, Justin Clive Williams' brand new four-song LP called yeah. Preamble. And uh, Justin, you know, we we were talking before we we heard that about you know your your position in music and 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 how you go about it and how you get your music out there to the masses. And you know, for the most part, you know, I, I looked at your event schedule. Uh, on on the interwebs and you you're busy man you're busy I'm, man I'm very busy but I'm not busy at the the level that I want to be like I'm not playing in, in as many different places as I want to but sure. I'm beating the damn road up in this little tri-state area yeah. and just everything I do is by word of mouth man I'm not very good at social media and staying with that you know you got times to post and all this other stuff they tell you for people to engage but mm-hmm. Man, I'd rather not do that at all. Yeah, I, I, I get it. You know, and it, it, during my day job, you know, we do that for a living, and I, you know, there is a science to it, and there's a science to each industry about yeah. what, when when you need and all, all, all that good stuff, and we can talk about that out of pocket. But you know, there's just there's just so much you can do to to mm. get things out there, and you know, the the best part about seeing my friends succeed in music. And watching them evolve is how they market themselves, and right. I think you, I think you've got it, you got it figured out. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I think that it's just loud, a, man. Yeah, just loud. Absolutely. Hey, man, it's all good. <laughs> I, I think, I think, I think that it's something endearing about that. You know, when you're loud and out front, you you're, you got a tendency to be real honest. It's it's like uh, I try to tell people that do this, man. It's like. Uh... You know, I'm sure you got people listening here that are on this local level, and people even further out from just out here around people that I know. But maybe the people that I'm going to talk about right here will listen to this and want you to know that I love every one of you. But Mitchell Clark, man, he's been playing around Hickory for oh yeah, you know, before my time, you know, probably before your time. Yeah, and uh, he was a wealth of knowledge for me, man. He gave me a shot to go out and play live music, and then I've just made other relationships and kind of evolved from there, and sure. I'm doing my own thing. But uh, I've been trying to help other people in that kind of matter too, man, like other musicians that were doing what I was doing. So as mad as I am about just playing around the Carolinas and then a random offshoot gig or filling in with somebody, dude, every time I stop and just look over my shoulder, there's somebody where I was – a year ago or six months ago yeah. that would cut off their legs to have my job oh, that for day. Sure. For sure, man. And, and it's it's real damn humbling and make you, it'll hit you in the face. So I got on that because first thing I said was I'm not happy. But, man, I'm I'm very happy. I'm eternally happy. I'm, I'm very thankful for what I have the ability to do. Like, I'm going to say talent, man. Anybody can play guitar with time. But, yeah, it, it, I guess it is a talent. You yeah. know, playing around. I mean, I've well, just hours, man, yeah, and all that. But, in, what people don't understand and what we like to bring to this podcast is kind of like the inner sanctions of being a musician. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's fun to go out and play gigs and and all that, but like, there's a lot of work. I mean, it's It's a whole lot of work. It's just the the work that people don't see is, is the hardest work. That's what, that's what's hard about that, that job. You know, they're not, they're not accounting travel. And then like, you know, nobody's going to pick up a guitar play it for a week and go book a gig like you have years of time into that yeah and even like i know that this is probably a far-fetched but i mean the concept will make sense but imagine just you getting paid minimum wage alone for all the time that you put into hone your craft that includes travel maintenance uh yeah, rehearsals i'd be a thousand there I, I mean exactly i mean just, just the time that goes yeah. into all this man is insane yeah. and even uh 
it even coming up to minimum wage, like, and what you what you get paid for the gig, it's kind of a slap in the face, yeah. Espe- especially if you're uh, if you're doing your your own craft, you know. If, oh, if for sure, especially if, if, especially yeah. if you're singing your own music. And, that, that, and, that's a whole other level, it, it, and I'm not trying is. to be some elitist. Like, no, Ooh, I no, write my no, own no. songs, but I still, man, if I play a bar show out here, even if, if I went and played Shooters tonight or somewhere in Hickory, I'd pro- I'd play a four hour show. And if you were lucky, I might play ten originals unless you asked for one, and that's right. and that's at a very high. Right. People don't want it, and yeah. I write a bunch of sad songs anyway, man. Right. But uh, people people don't understand what goes into, it, and it's like, well, yeah, well, we've been paying these bands that come in here a hundred dollars since the seventies, and it's like, well, yeah. Well, <laughs> what were you making in the seventies, yeah, doing? For, oh, doing? for sure, no doubt. <laughs> and you know something that's that doesn't get talked about a lot and it is the musician wages, you know? Yeah. I mean, now, granted, musicians talk about it a lot. Yeah. And but, musicians are eternally damn lazy too. So yeah, you, for sure. you, you have to earn it, man. You, you yeah. re- Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And you know, it, it, it's one of those things where you almost have to, you know, it, you don't want to, you have to have serious conversations with bar owners yeah. and venue owners and yes. everything else yes. to, to, you know, to to get to to get what you think you're worth, and you know, that's a hard conversation for a lot of people to have. And I, I think just like you know, a hundred a man seems to be like, a, man, even other states that I went to on a whim and filled in with somebody, it'd be like the gig paid a hundred, but then somebody's paying you another whatever out of pocket to yeah. get you. Yeah, the six hours back home and like it, but it's just because I, I think it's easier when you're talking to these people because as as an artist, especially booking yourself, you want these people to like you. You want to build that personal connection, oh, yeah. and so it's like, yeah, man, like I do you a favor, and like uh, you know, we'll we'll just play this first one for you know a hundred dollars a man or whatever, and if you like it, we'll continue to work, and then they book you again and they give you that five hundred dollar check, but you ain't got the the stones to say, hey, man, I didn't agree to this. Right. But if, as an artist, if you if you want people to believe in you as an artist. You need to believe in backing yourself and, and quit taking these you know shit gigs that come yeah. up that you want to complain about. Like you want more, you want more money, man. Ask for more money and be able to back it whenever you right. get to have more money is what yeah. you have to yeah, do. Yeah, because you need you want the asses and seats. I yeah, mean, that, that's what they want. And you know, I, I can see I can see both sides of the coin. And I, can I see, see both sides. You know, and, yeah, and, 100%, you know, it's one of those. It's one of those things where if if you get a you know full band gig, five five man in a band, paying them five hundred dollars, and nobody shows up, well, yeah, the the, <laughs> the house just lost five hundred bucks. Yeah, exactly. But you know, the, and that's where it comes into you know you almost have to become a team with those venue owners because you have to have the understanding where. You know the marketing falls not only on on you as a musician to to put it out there on your social and on your websites and everything. Like you, you need to really get in their ear about yeah. marketing as well because I, you know, that's the age old age old adage is that you know that a lot of the venues don't even pump it. No. It's like, well, he's the artist. We're, we're paying him to come do the show, so I yeah. guess he's going to do all the promo and stuff, yeah. too. A lot of these local holes, man, they're, they're starting to realize that, some of these places I play in, and uh, just communication will go such a far oh, away. Like, sure. it's like, say that, I man, I'm just going to use Shooters as another example because it's here, but say that I split a bill with somebody at Shooters, 
and I say me and you split a bill there, and we were trying to sell tickets for this thing or whatever. I make a Facebook event, you make a Facebook event, and Shooters makes a Facebook event. Why the hell wouldn't we just talk and all just like host in on the right, same one? Exactly. And inviting people, man. Like it's not just on these venues. Understand the market and all. You have to understand your peer group and your quote unquote fans or friends or whatever oh, that yeah. come out with you. Like you gotta you gotta check these people, man. If I had people, God Almighty. I, I, I don't want to step I, – I think I'd be uh, at a whole nother level musically if all the people that wanted some kind of merch from me or, like, some kind of give me mm-hmm. would would come to a damn show and support oh, yeah. the art. It, it would it, – it, it's staggering, the difference. Like, you name my – hell, yeah, I got, you know, 200 people interested in this, and then you get, you know, like 80 of them come through. But life yeah. happens. I get oh, it yeah, all, too, sure. anyway. But and it, it's just so – It's just it's another so two-sided coin. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's hard to get people out of the house, man. Yeah. Um, and, you know, w- with that – you know, you you want to be appreciative of, of those people that do come to your shows, and that's and that that's what's most important. And, and yeah, and back on being thankful, man. Yeah, that's for like sure, hundred percent. It's like I I did a man. I, I played a show. I'm, I'm not going to name drop any places, but I mean, it, it was a bar show, and uh, I'm 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 pretty well known like in that bar. Not everybody in the town knows my name or nothing crazy like that. But whenever I come play there, people come. Sure, and they come hang out. Well. People came drunk already the last time I was there. <laughs> and it was just, uh, man, it was an uphill battle off the start. I'm doing one piece acoustic, and, oh. like, I'm, I'm singing original music, and, like, no, I'm not seeing anything in it. Yeah. And then I see one guy, you know, probably 40 feet away on the whole other side of the house, and he is locked the hell in on me mm-hmm. and just hanging on to every word. And I can yeah. tell it in his face. Maybe he had really good mushrooms. I don't know. But he was looking at me. And and meant it like he he was he yeah, he was he was enjoying man. the show and even these regular shows like uh, man shooters is a prime example I, I I do like a I guess you'd call it a residency there a couple sure. times a month I bring in a new writer sometimes I bring in a different guy but I, I, my focus there is is original music and we just go back and forth with stories and songs for four hours yeah but uh the Wednesday out there is pool league now man Every, everybody that's in there is shooting pool right so there's you have fifty people in the back on pool teams. You might have three or four up front, and man, it's uh, it'll make you tough oh, as a performer sure, doing stuff like that. But then when you walk through the back of the bar or go to the bathroom, that guy that's never left that pool table is like, "Hey, man, that, that song you did about this, that, man, that was awesome, dude. Yeah. I like to hear that one again." And people sure. really do listen. Listen, you don't think they do? My buddy Will Harp is a prime example. I, he's one of those love hate guys. I love him to death. I do anything in the world for him, but. Sometimes I want to headbutt him, but he'll be running <laughs> I got around. A few of those yeah, in my camp. be running around drunk and uh, showing out, you know, out out at the club or wherever you're at, and then you'll just be singing a song about whatever that's will. Let him do him, and then out of the blue, he'll turn around mid conversation and and like point at you and scream the line you're singing back at you. Like mm-hmm. he's been listening the whole yeah. time. Everybody takes it in differently. That's that emotional entitlement that Chris was talking about, man. Right. Like, he he said that in passing, and, and he said it in a way that didn't mean anything, but it stuck with me. And I've been looking at this whole thing totally different there on now. It's like I used to get real ornery on stage, cuss at people. I still do <laughs> because it's part of what I do. You know, I'm, I'm a loud mouth and uh, – I had to get really good at a trash talking game, especially singing sad songs. Oh yeah, well, I've kind of calmed down a little bit with it now because uh, ate a little humble pie. Sure, yeah, <laughs> that, that it's, it's best served cold and delicious. Yeah, cold and delicious, man. It's just like that. Uh, you know, you're talking about this thing in the area and, and musicians and venues coming together, but you have to leave. 
your area that you start in to grow as an artist because I, I could play here in Hickory every day for mm-hmm. the rest of my life and nobody's really going to know me except for the people outside the Hickory area or any musician for that matter. You have to travel, but I think a problem that we have is none of these people turn back around and come home. It's mm-hmm. like me, prime example. I, I'm trying like hell to fit in with this Texas and Oklahoma, you know, that red dirt country scene. It's a, a lot of that stuff really influenced me. And uh, I'd, I'd love to be associated with those guys. And uh, I'm getting some online radio play out in Greenville, Texas and stuff, which is awesome. The lucky girls have been good to me. They like what I'm doing. But, you know, it's we're all at an opportunity now where, like, you know, we could – nobody ever turns around to look back in their area. There's no reason why we can't have a, a Piedmont music scene or an Eastern North Carolina music scene to, to make an area that people – a destination for people to come to for music. There is no reason why we can't have, you know, big shows here. Oh, and like, a, sure. like a, and you know, and, and I was having this conversation. It takes working together. Oh, man. oh, absolutely. And you know, we've had, I've had this conversation with a lot of musicians in our area and I've been lucky enough to get, um, get basically hooked up with, with a bunch of guys out in the, um, you know, the Morsel Charlotte, you know, yeah. band scene, you know, yeah. and, we, and we do a bunch of big festivals and stuff like that out in, you know, Union Grove way and Grover Fest is every year in June. And that's a, that, you know, stuff like that, but it takes, you know, big festival gigs like that, big shows like that to draw in all the crowds the, from each individual yeah. band to be able to get that cross promotion. Yeah. And once you get that, I can't tell you how many people that, you know, have never heard of, you know, X band, you know, and then Y band's playing because, or they became because of Y band. Now X and Y band are their favorite band. Exactly. You know, and, and that's just the way it is. And, it, and it's just nothing but, um, just being at the right place at the right time, getting those guys, getting or even just a, the, a proper bill. Yeah, like uh, you, you have to take these bar shows and stuff. But I think even us at an artist level, we need to look at everything more so as an event and not just a Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. And we need to look at each other as somebody that could help our scene instead of somebody that's after my Wednesday night. Oh, for sure, it's, for sure. It, it's it, we've got man. I, I got there's there's musicians that uh. I don't get along with just for the simple fact that we just don't like each other. Ain't even gave each other a chance. Yeah. But nothing's ever physically known about it. You know, you'll share a stage with them. For sure. And, and, it's, then, and it's, that, it's that stupid alpha male competition. Yeah, bullshit. there's always there, there's always somebody that's uh, trying to one-up you with anything, but especially on this kind of stuff, too. Yeah. But, you know, especially it, your art, man. Like, it, it's yeah. so hard, especially sitting down with somebody that it's like uh, – I guess I'm like somebody you look up to, like a like a benchmark you see, and then you sit down with them, and they just man, it, it makes me want to work harder. But then a lot of times it just makes you want to damn quit. Yeah, emotionally entitled, baby. Every That's one of us. It's name of this podcast: emotionally entitled. Emotionally entitled. <laughs> I'm with the band, and I have feelings. <laughs> you know, but here's the thing, man. Like, if it's that it's. It's those feelings that make us the people we are. It's those feelings that make us write the stuff that we do. I just feel there's, there's a lot of running blind, man. And I, I really started realizing this after I met you. It's like you, you're, I don't know. I mean, if you've known Emily for a while, you're probably a few years older than I am, but not like another generation or nothing. No, nah, man. It's uh, it's crazy that that we both work around here 
and and we never met face to face until the funeral. But it's cool how that happened, though. I mean, but we really, man, it's like everybody's kind of got to get out of their own bubble. We're all running blind and just honing in on me, 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 my project. But I, I don't want to say that South Carolina has been better to me than North Carolina, but. I started playing out there, but I, I think that maybe it's Where, just you said Greenville, right? And the Greenville South uh, Greenville, well, Greenville, Texas is playing my oh, music, but oh, okay. I, I play in Greenville, South Carolina, a lot the upstate of South Carolina, right, right. And I, I don't think it's that South Carolina is necessarily more supportive of a live, original, like independent music scene. I just think that there's more of it that's working towards something better, and they're kind of working together, man. Like, uh, right. I've split bills with some hard rock outfits out in that area, and I'm, I don't even know what you really categorize me as. I write country songs, I write rocky songs, but based off preamble, I guess, I guess you call that a country record. But yeah, you know, it's it's one of those things where I hate to pigeonhole somebody to put them in a genre, I, and know, especially like- now the way I'm writing, man. The most recent one I wrote, I wrote a, I wrote a blues number, like a real jazzy blues number, a bunch of wild chords in it and it's it's totally different i took a totally different sight picture than i do when i normally write and i i guess whenever i quit thinking about myself like some some of my early writing stuff was just cut and dry honky tonk and screw the system and screw nashville and all this other crap and just feeding into the horse shit that like you see all over the internet and uh, my buddy tyler man he said promote what you love and just ignore what you hate and that stuck with me tyler hatley yeah and uh since then i kind of changed the outlook on it and i don't really when i sit down to write a song i haven't looked at one as like i'm this is going to be a country song or this is going to be a this song i just either get my rhythm down or, or my vocal melody down and build off of it and i've i don't know probably wrote three rock tunes and a couple blues numbers since i started looking outside of it from a country thing. I'm definitely more country-influenced than anything. Right, so... But all these guys, man, it's across genres. I got off on a sidebar, but out there in the upstate, we all work together and support each other, and it's crazy how it works. We got a big bill coming up in New Year's, and it's just... I think we could spread that little family thing we got going to the guys that are from the area I'm from and the guys that are from the area these guys are starting from, but they're coming here because they're hungry and it works and everybody's trying to build something out there through the Greenville area. And, I mean, we got to spread that thing out Mm -hmm. take over, hell, the Carolinas at least. I think we can do it. Oh, for sure. And, you know, we we were kind of poo-pooing on a lot of venues, but, man, there's a lot of venues out there that are just really receptive to original live music. There is. I'll I'll give you a prime example. Shout out to my boy, Bo Norwood. Moose and Friends plays there. You play there in Old Dallas Brewery. Bo ODB's been, been solid for What are you doing tomorrow? Uh, I don't know. What, I, we do we no nah, man. We we do we do a riders night out there every oh, cool. other Wednesday. Oh, so yeah. anybody that's going to be listening to this thing, I don't know when you're airing this. When it comes through, any of that's going to work. Soon. Yeah, but we got uh, a every other Wednesday we we do a riders night at ODB. And if you, if you look up Old Dallas Brewery, you'll see the songwriter showcase attached to their page. And uh, man, uh, there, there's been a lot of good music written in that parking lot just putting these minds together people that would never meet uh danny k uh he runs around out there at noda and he is totally different than anybody else that comes out there but uh some of those more rocky chord structures and stuff spark ideas me and tyler wrote a song in the parking lot people wrote songs for the following week just as a competition of their self to say, man, I need to bring something mm-hmm. new out here. But, uh, man, we got a little uh, 
we got a little coal out there getting pretty hot. I mm-hmm. think uh, we got something good happening out there at ODB, man. Bo's been really good. There's a few venues I know of in South Carolina for you to reach out to, even some people listening, man. Uh, Red's Water and Hole and Gaffney's been really supportive of uh, original music. Uh, Tribbles Bar in Piedmont, South Carolina. It's a haul off, but if you want to tell your people that you're going on tour, by God, <laughs> call Ken Tribble. They they book everything out there, man. They do drag shows, the works. But that's crazy. He's they're supportive of everything out there at Tribbles and, and Reds, man. That's the people out there at Reds is like my my second family. Dude, we do private or do private parties for them, Thanksgiving parties and stuff, and it's just. Uh, those folks have kind of welcomed me into their life, man, the musicians and the fans alike. And it's just uh, there's there's no reason why we can't have a little community like that everywhere. Sure. And it just it just takes a little gumption in doing it. Man. Yeah, and I, I, I think we as artists need to work together, need to work with these venue owners and stuff. Uh, I just found out recently that there's some kind of listening room here in Hickory. Uh, under the old theater or something. So I, just, I caught it in passing. I don't know anything about it. Right but on. why don't we talk about doing something there you know for like original music coming for through sure. it just takes talking to the right people man it does and there's a lot of um a lot of folks in hickory that are just are, are dying to have stuff like that we went to uh my wife and i we got invited to this uh i i guess it was like the basically the the first show of this music society called the bird song music society and yeah. uh, some folks in in the hickory area are putting that on they had a great uh, a, a great band come and play uh, hawktail a couple weeks ago and they're they're looking at really starting to bring some original regional music in there and doing some cool shows like that too so That'd hopefully be cool, we're, yeah. we're going to drag the uh, drag some people out of the cave and and <laughs> and want them to, to listen to some of this uh, man i, I played a little spot it. out in denver north carolina and this was right after preambled released and i was like on a little high horse like uh, my, my work had paid off it was done and it was time to just you know sit back don't have to worry about recording that's where your real work begins and man this guy came out and i've been playing you know this little tri-county area here you know caldwell catawba burke since i started gigging you know in sure. 2014 and this guy's like man like uh you came on my Spotify yesterday, and then I looked you up, and it blew my mind that you came out to Catawba County, man. Thank you so much. I'm glad you're here. And I'm like, where the hell have you been the last five years? <laughs> maybe, maybe if I was good at social media, maybe we would have built a relationship a while back. There you go. But uh, it, it takes something from everybody. You know, we can sit here and gripe and moan about these growing pains all day, but uh, you sit down and storm on this stuff for every one thing that I can think of that – a venue owner can do or a bar can do or or what whatever can do I, I can think of 10 things that i can do to make my life easier but it's just i i don't know man it's uh it's really hard to look back at yourself it's easier to blame somebody else you sure know what I mean? we shift the blame on it. it's easy to complain as a musician whenever there's people that hate their jobs and love playing guitar on the weekends yeah but it's uh th- this is cool man I'm i'm glad we're doing this Oh, absolutely! And I, you know, we appreciate, a good we appreciate man. you coming in, and um, you know, th- this is a kind of a good segue to you know we're able to do this podcast and we're able to have these conversations uh, with help with from our sponsors, and you know, if um, you know, if if you are interested in becoming a sponsor of this show or any of the other shows on the Mesh Network, uh, it's a great opportunity to reach a really target audience. It's super low cost, and for any information that uh, you need, you can go to the Mesh TV 
backslash advertise, or you can send an email to info at themesh.tv. But right now, we're going to listen to another song off uh, Justin Cloud Williams' new album, Preamble. good one uh it's uh it, it's it's so it was so good to have you come in man it, it was i'm so excited we got to have this conversation and uh and air uh and and air all of our thoughts out to to those that are right, man are out there for us and um man we need to get on a bill soon we need to do this we need to do this for real i think it'd be cool man uh, yeah. uh one good thing i found about this area is like you you have a dense area of musicians that just out and play and i, I found like and there's six or seven bands that run around the same holes I ran in when I started, but they're all the same members. 
It's this guy split up doing different stuff, and yeah. I got in on that circuit, and you get your chops up and get working out, man. But I love playing any kind of music stylistically. You know, me and you have uh, similarities and differences, oh, but sure. I, I think we could have a ball together, man. No I doubt. think that'd be cool. Hey, real quick, where can people find your album and you and all that good stuff? Uh, you can find me and my album at a live show, and you can find the schedule for that on my website, justincloudwilliams.com, Facebook, Justin Cloud Williams Music. Uh, Instagram at hillbilly underscore minstrel with an I as in a medieval bard, I guess. I don't know how the old <laughs> right on, deal right is on. with it. I just well, want to oh, get tell me, phrasing just, right here. Tell me a little bit about the um, the odds and ends tour that you guys are getting ready to run. Oh, man, this is uh, we're starting this up at the 14th, and the first date's going to be at ODB. But uh, some of us, we do a blanket tour, a blanket drive in December around the holidays of Christmas tour, but... A lot of people collect blankets for homeless shelters and stuff like that, but uh, we decided for the odds and ends that we want to collect uh, the stuff that you'd forget on vacation, the okay. stuff you got to pick up and, and stuff like little, little odd and end items that you know would be really helpful for somebody that's uh, it's not necessarily living outdoors, but you know that's uh, doesn't have the uh, comforts that you know a lot of us do. So stuff like. Uh, toothbrushes socks are really important socks they say are the uh the most needed and the least uh donated but we're gonna do underwear socks toothbrushes uh women's hygiene stuff man multi-tools would be cool like uh for we got a guy that lives in our our bethlehem community i can't remember his name offhand but i've talked to some folks about him i've been meaning to catch him to talk to him to maybe see some things that uh would benefit his lifestyle the way he lives. Been, he, he lives the way he lives by choice. And uh, I haven't had a chance to really talk to him. And we kind of put together a list. I, I got it right here. I'll just kind of shout out some of the things we're collecting sure. here. Just to kind of give you a general idea. And you're doing a bunch of different dates with this. With we this are, tour, man. Right? Uh, the so. 14th, we're at ODB. The 15th. Of uh, November. Yeah, of November. So the 14th of November, we're at Old Dallas Brewery in Dallas. The 15th, they're going to be at Big Al's Pub in Mooresville. I'll be at the Evening Muse with Nick Dittmeyer and the Sawdusters. The 16th, will be at Beantown Tavern in Matthews. The 17th, the Turn in Denver. The 19th, Queen South in Waxhaw. The 20th, will be right here in Hickory at Shooters. The 21st, will be at Tribbles in Piedmont, South Carolina. 22nd, Lake Bowen Country Club in Inman, South Carolina. The 23rd, we're coming to Mortimer's in Charlotte, and then we're taking a couple days off and doing a pre-Thanksgiving. The big shebang out at Red's here in Gaffney. But uh, we're collecting uh, socks, underwear, ponchos, body wipes, feminine hygiene, travel-size toiletries, gift cards. Uh, for those of y'all that can't do anything and want to bring me cash, uh, I, I plan on digging it out and putting it into gift cards it's putting you know 20 25 gift cards to put out but i want to take all this stuff to the salvation army if it's in the towns that we're at but i want to benefit the the town specifically that we're playing in and look for the best place to go through there be a salvation army or or, or whatever they have to help the less fortunate right on, gift man. cards snack foods flashlights combs brushes toenail clippers toothbrushes emergency blankets but that's, uh that's fantastic blankets man. are common man but like i said just maybe some stuff that like you you forget about when you went on vac- vacation i forgot socks and stuff before and it sucks and but imagine 
not having socks in november here all i know in catawba county and alexander county these last few days has been damn frigid yeah, so no uh think about these folks man that's for what sure. we're trying to do for sure and uh, moose and friends if you're available on thanksgiving night man we're actually doing our uh our annual benefit for the Ooh, where y'all uh, doing super, that at? Uh, the hickory tapper okay awesome yep. man yep, yeah. it's our umpteenth some odd year and we decided that we were going to start doing a, a benefit type situation and it'll be cool um, man yeah for sure and that's going to benefit the hickory soup kitchen downtown so uh if you got and that's a canned food drive for that uh, that event so um if you're if you're in town and want to get away from your family on thanksgiving <laughs> come, come to the Moose and Friends show if, if maybe Justin Clyde Williams will even show up. Yeah, man, I actually took Thanksgiving off, so there you go. Maybe I'll swing by. Yeah, for sure. First time in five years. Hey, I haven't played Thanksgiving. <laughs> so my mom's waiting for that day. <laughs> but, buddy, I appreciate you coming in. Thanks again for spending your time with us. Thank you so much for having me, yeah, man. No I appreciate doubt. it. And where are you going to be on the Fried Pod with John Reap coming right up? Yeah, too. I am, man. Awesome. We're going to see what we can get into. I hear that. <laughs> well, cool. Well, uh, again, if you if catch Justin on uh, at a live show real soon, and thank you all again for listening. This has been I'm with the band here on The Mesh. You've been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.